Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, guys? You are now tuned into The Perfectionist After Show, Episode 8, Season 1. Today, we have a jam-packed show. Operation Takedown Dana Booker is in full effect, and we have a special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz another after show for the perfectionist and before we even begin anything as you can see we have a special guest we have noah gray kb aka mason thank you for coming we are so happy to have you here thank how you are so you so much for having me honestly i'm so excited i managed to get past the traffic on the 14 yeah it's the first hurdle so yeah i'm, I'm in a good mood if you were here we're on time it's perfect and then of course i can't forget about my lovely co-host and we also have a new addition to to our family, Shay. I'm not new, but hi guys. I said also. I know. We know who Shay is. And then Just we have Alice. Say hey. Yeah, hey guys. I'm super excited to be here. On, and I'm excited that Noah is here. It's going to be an awesome show. You chose a great fun. day to come. I <laughs> but okay, so yeah, we this tonight's episode, well yesterday's episode was literally filled with a lot. Like last week I was like, I feel like it wasn't enough. But they brought it all this episode. Well last night's episode so we're first of course we have to talk about Dana Booker we have to talk about Dana Booker we have to talk about this whole takedown situation what were you guys' overall thoughts on that whole situation which yes please I'm so sick of you I'm using (laughs) yeah I have to use different words because this is YouTube but you guys know what I mean so yay but I, I love the fact that Mona said don't you think it's funny that the thing you hate, you become. That was one of my favorite that was lines. So too. Wait, that was one of my favorite lines, but that was so harsh. But it it's true. Amazing. I was like, I have no sympathy. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I get it. No. We, I get it. We have no sympathy, but you can't lie. That was a low blow. Like Ow. she just said that her sister killed herself from bullying, and then you throw something like that. Like I get it. She has she been said, a bully. She said but sorry. She said I'm so I'm so sorry that this happened to you. But However, we know that that was a sarcastic. Sorry. <laughs> and then However, I just, I just feel like. It was, it was just really tough. And at the end of the day, we don't like Dana, but she's doing her job, technically. Yeah. All right, thank you. Okay, her job is to one fine who killed Nolan. Cool. To blackmail, try to uh, pretend he's somebody's daddy who's still missing. You know she ain't got no family. That's wrong. Okay. So it, the, way, the way she's going about her job... But, but we already knew that because that's why she got let go. So I just feel like we just know that this is the kind of person that she is. This is the kind of energy that she brings. Okay. And it still was not okay for her to say that regardless of how she tries to figure out her cases. I'm but team. we know Mona. I mean, every time you think Mona is going to be like, say something like really nice, then she's like, no, just kidding. Yeah. I'm going to be like ruthless right well, now. She I'm did. like, oh, she's going to be like well, really she's nice right now. she snuck into her house and left like, some no. cupcakes. 
you kind of deserve it. I'm sorry yeah, to exactly. say this. Yeah, you, you came to my own place of peace and you disturbed it. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. What do you think, Noah? I mean, it's I'm, weird because you're a part of the show, but like, no, what was your I'm opinion you. when you first found out? I was like, ooh, that did, I agree, that stung a little bit. It and, stung. You know, she's trying to do her job. They're not making it very easy. Yeah. If I were her, I'd be a little confused. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? But she on? does, and I would be confused too, but she does such a good job at staying on top of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you you don't see her sweat. Like, if anything, we see them sweat more than she does. <laughs> I mean, when, it, when it's Dana and Mona or even Dana and Allison, I'm just like, because you're playing with kids, Oh, they they've been around the block, so they got you. Right. So I love I love that aspect of you can actually see the two distinct differences when she's dealing with them. You can. Okay. Um, but let's go. Let's dive deeper into this whole operation takedown, Dana. So this on this episode, it was staff facility appreciation day. Faculty. Faculty. Wow. Did I say facility? Yeah. You guys know. What I mean. <laughs> Sorry. It was staff it's faculty a day. Sorry. <laughs> and um, it, they had like this mixer thing going around where everyone was bouncing around at the tables and they were getting to know each other. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But of course, the whole purpose for them was to take down Dana. Did you think that was a smart plan? I feel like they didn't get much out of her besides the the crazy, um, you know, message she said to her. But how did you guys feel about their approach to the beginning approach to taking her down? I mean, it's smart. If, the only way you can know your enemy is if you have information. So okay. you need the information to be able to take down your opponent at the end of the day. Okay, but do you think do you think she came in a little soft? Like I thought she was gonna get right to it, but I mean, she, they're, they're, her her questions are a little bit psychologically they're sound because okay. they are non threatening, and you wouldn't really see anything by it. But they're, Mona's questions are so deliberate that they're for a reason. They're not just throwaway questions to be asked. Yeah, and I don't think there was any way Dana would have known she was trying to, you know gets any information out of her with those questions. So I think they're good questions. I actually really like that scene because it was like they were speed dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I put in my notes. Speed it just kind of was like funny like scenarios with everyone, which I enjoyed. But yeah, it was a weird, I guess, thing to have to do with Dana at that moment. <laughs> yeah, so like um, even with that, like it... I don't know. I I was taken by a surprise by it. I thought Mona was going to come full force and she was going to give her the heavy-hitting questions. I didn't know that this was going to be prolonged throughout the episode. Well, they need to know why she, how she is because she is. And the, her saying, why did you join the FBI? Okay, that that's, what, that's what's driving you to now to so become, but it's also corrupted you at the same time. I don't know. Do you guys think that she showed stress in her voice, though? Because they never really answered that question, you know, with yeah. the recorder that um, mm-hmm. Taylor had. Because mm-hmm. that's what that was supposed to show, was the, like, fluctuations and the of stress in your voice. Yeah. Which I don't know dots, that they really though. answered. There were blue dots on the... There were, um, yeah. So maybe because we don't know the specific specificness <laughs> of the analyst. Yeah. But I'm, I'm assuming those what that meant, like the fluctuation or the dots. Yeah. I want one of those, by the way. I do too. I know, <laughs> right? Is that a real thing? <laughs> no, yeah. it, that so, was, it was yeah. actually really cool because you never think of that. Like, what did they, they call it a truth detector? Like, yeah. you never. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. They said it was a stress analyzer. But truth, truth detector. detector. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. But um, yeah, that approach was cool. And then, like, 
Okay, I I'm not gonna lie. I really thought Dylan like just went ahead and just for like forget you guys. My future is more important. Well, first of all, we talked about how Dana always pops up in his house. First of all, for one, <laughs> that was crazy. That is disrespectful. I am sorry. Who gave you a key to my place and why are you just chilling in it? I have so many issues with Dana. For personal space, but like she gets into everyone's apartments. It's insane. It's well, crazy. She's got like right? a skeleton key. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I'm like, but... do I need to put an extra lock on this door so you cannot enter? Like, what do I need to do to protect myself? And then I'm, insult I'm to injury, she was like, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Actually, JK. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What? That's, that's, that, cool. that's where she crosses the line. No, she crossed the line when she told Dylan that you don't fight back. You don't have it in you. And Dylan, if you just told me that, I'm going to prove I have it in me. Do fight back. Because you messed with the wrong person today. Yeah. Well, either way, I really, I don't know. Did you guys think Dylan had really betrayed no. them? You didn't think so? I did. No, no, I, I did, too. I was like, oh, my God, he totally flipped. I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> no, the uh, only reason I didn't is because he, they know that Dana has info on him. They mm-hmm. know, so it only works for them to for her to see this big spectacle in a place she expects to see them just chilling creepily in a corner, sitting at a table, just grinning like she it. Like I'm sorry, that was creepy. <laughs> Why are you just like smiling? I don't know. I mean, we. I mean, Dylan had had this episode. He had a lot on the line. Like True. he was mm-hmm. risking becoming expelled. And well, now we know at the end of the episode he still is at risk. So I was truly convinced that he was ready to take them down, get his name cleared, and go on about his life. <laughs> no, I was too. I, I totally was like, okay, well, he wants to stay in school. He's throwing him under the bus. That sucks. I think I think the turning point for him was the fact that she said that he didn't stand up to Nolan. So for at that moment for him, I might not have stood up to Nolan, but I'm about to stand up to you. So now we have to make a plan. Yeah. So I, I, that's the only reason why I could think of it. If, you, if you're telling me I'm weak... I'm just about to prove to you how strong I am today. Because I don't Sounds have like time warning. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. Duly, just Duly note noted. Me. Um, no, but oh, for my. real, like, that was just, that crossed the line for me. First of all, like, that's one of his insecurities, too, the fact that he never stood up to Nolan when he was mm-hmm. alive. He just never did it, and he couldn't pull himself to do it, but now that he's dead, and now you're trying to be another Nolan, I don't think I got time for you today. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, she's what just as Did you? I mean, like again, you're a part of the show, but like, <laughs> yeah, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> like, you know, it's gonna happen. But I mean, like, I don't know. What were your thoughts on the writers' approach to this whole scene and yeah. how they spent it? I mean, I, I thought that it was very in keeping with Dylan's character. You know, he's uh, he's he's a cool guy. Um, he always that's one of the things I love about how Eli plays the character is that he's mm-hmm. like really calm, but he's able to express a lot even though his his energy is always very calm. So I felt like it was in, really in keeping with his character that he wouldn't just, you know, throw his friends under the bus like that. Yeah. yeah. For sure. That's cool. Well, again, he he proved himself. He proved that he was a part of this friendship that they have, you know, officially created because we were worried in the beginning that it was never going to happen. And they... They get the... Right, oh, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that later. But, you know, they... Dylan came through and they got her on, you know, the phone and they're getting ready to set her up or whatever. And boom, I think we may finally have something. What do you guys think? (laughs) I have to say, oh my gosh. No, it's going to be like as long as Mona and Mason are from her bed, then yeah, we're going to have something. Yeah, we're gonna have some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm 
I'm drinking coke right now. The sugar's getting to me. That's <laughs> okay. Well, before we go ahead and get into our next oh, topic, <laughs> we want to go ahead and tell you guys how you can stay connected with us. Alice, do you want to go ahead and share that information? I sure do. Guys, um, we're excited. Um, we're, well, first of all, we're so thankful that you guys are here watching us. And we just want to say a big thank you to all of you for making us the ESPN of Talk TV and for helping us continue to grow. But there's one thing that we need your help with, and that's making sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube and make sure you comment. We also would love it if you give us a rating on iTunes and give us a review. Um, being part of After Us has meant a lot to me, and I'm sure it has for you ladies too. Um, and it's really been such a fun component of my life for the last couple of years. So I just want to say thank you to everyone that is watching and that's part of us here at After Buzz TV. And I also want to actually take a moment to just say hi to everyone in the chat right now. And I know everyone is very excited that you're here. <laughs> yeah, so right. if you yeah. want to just say hey, After Buzzers, to all of them. What's going on, After Buzzers? <laughs> <laughs> because we've got a lot That's of people crazy. in the chat right now super excited that you're here. Please give us a shout out. <laughs> give us questions that we can ask. We want you guys to be a part of the conversation. Definitely. Like Alice said, we love you guys. We love the conversations. We love the likes and the theories, the comments. All of check. that. We love it. And we can't do this without you guys, so thank you. And they're fighting for you in the chat. Mason is innocent. <laughs> Mason is innocent. We were worried, but Mason is innocent. I don't know, but now like, I have questions about that too, but that's for later. Continue. Yeah, it's for later. <laughs> okay, but so now let's talk about Jeremy. Yes. Jeremy played a, a major role this episode. We we knew something was coming. We kind of predicted, predicted it. You said yeah. we can't trust, you know, you know, we can't trust his type. <laughs> British. We can't just trust the British. I didn't want to say it, but we can't have <laughs> it. Yeah. So, what were you guys' reactions about, like, um, you know, the whole computer thing, how Ava noticed he had crazy things going on, and then he confronts Caitlyn if she had been in his computer. The next thing we know, he's damaging it, throwing it in the river. A lot going on. What were you guys' reactions to that? Could have cleared his search history, man. I was so confused. Why did he need to take a power drill? Like, Two times in two different just if you're going to destroy toss a computer it, though that's the way to do it you got apparently you got to give it to him I mean that's a, that thing is not that's not dedication after that yeah that was got to be some sort of like spy either mm -hmm. for the government works for the CIA um, because the only reason you need to drill a hole in your laptop is if you have like very very highly sensitive. Um, information. My brother-in-law works for the NSA, and uh -oh. that's the kind of stuff he does. Uh -oh. So she <laughs> knows. <laughs> she knows what to look for. He's like, let me move over. <laughs> oh, yeah, extra nice. <laughs> no, but that, I mean, that whole scene in general was crazy, but it takes me back to, um, I don't, it wasn't last week's episode, it was a, a couple of episodes before where um, Kaylin had actually met up with Claire and Jeremy was also there, too. I don't remember what they had going on. Do you guys remember remember that Claire whole situation yeah um, do you think that's tied with this whole yeah like what were they meeting about yeah I was, it was wondering it was that too that she approved his grant for whatever he wrote to her I don't know what for the, whatever he's doing yeah whatever he's that doing that he, well, that, whatever within the company he's doing that he need he required a grant he needed money to fund it well I bet Claire you it's something in. with Beacon Guard but yeah. maybe on a global scale maybe that's I can terrifying. see that that, that is terrifying, terrifying right they're layering everyone's mirror. <laughs> I've been like, 
come find me because I got time for you today. <laughs> like, but, that's the, and that was so, so, I'm sorry. You're looking at me through the, a public restroom. That is such a violation. Like, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Right. The one place that's supposed to be safe anywhere, no matter yeah. what cameras, is the bathroom. At when Mona admitted that and, like, they just said, like, you know, no one knows, that kind of made me worry. Like, are other, you know, establishments, do they have hidden cameras or... Well, be careful in your Airbnbs, people. That's all oh. I have to say. Right? <laughs> wow. Interesting. Oh, that's... Okay. That's, that reminds me of a movie that <laughs> actually had that. On side Somebody tried to get away with murder and the Airbnb cameras caught everything. It was awesome. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so with that, do you guys think, you know, that meeting with Claire and then this whole thing with his laptop, do you think that intertwines? Or what are you guys expecting from this situation? Because, I mean, he basically kidnapped Caitlyn. Like, he's like, you have to yeah. come with me. You shouldn't have been here. So... I, I don't know. It sucks because we finally feel like they've gotten out of this hole, and then here comes Kaylin. Just had to travel and fi- follow him to the woods, and now she's back in whatever hole that Jeremy has going on. She could have stayed where she was. Personally, that was just me. <laughs> if you don't see nobody, why did you move? Like, you need to just... You can right, wait. He's you can gone. Wait, let me go to the car like, now. Yo, let me go search the car. He's gone. Where he went in the woods, I don't know, but I'm going to go search the car. <laughs> no, I, I won't say what I want to say. But... <laughs> um, yeah, no, you could you should stay behind the tree. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I will say that the technology that they have, even the stuff that Taylor knows about, is like so high tech that yeah. I would not be surprised if they were selling it to like the government yeah. or someone. Because she's very it was military grade, and if, if you have anything military grade, you're working some like maybe yeah, DOD government contractor, DOJ something, and maybe like you said, maybe Claire is going to try to sell it for the government so they can use it to spy. And on. maybe that's who Jeremy works for. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But but he's definitely up to something. He's up to something, and I'm super excited to figure out whatever that something is next week. Yes. Um, But speaking of Taylor, I did want to get into Taylor and Claire's relationship. So we kind of saw, you know, well, we know that, you know, she's back, and the Teacher's Appreciation um, Day mixer, whatever you wanted to call it, (laughs) um, was her first appearance there, and, you know, she's doing well, but she catches her mom doing an interview, um, pretty much talking about the changes that she made, and she's pretty much using Taylor, again, she's using Taylor's situation to make Beacon Heights, you know, the the Mm -hmm. college that it's supposed to be. What were you guys' thoughts on their relationship and how all of that happened? I think it's shaky, but I also feel like what Claire was trying to do was to change the narrative, that my daughter, like, even though my daughter committed suicide, maybe now I can save somebody else's child and try and just change the narrative to hopefully also move away from the suicide angle. Was she wrong? Yeah. But, I mean, I can understand why she was doing it. Okay, what do you think? Yeah, I think maybe, I think she obviously sees that so many people are under so much pressure to be perfect that she needs to make school less about being good at everything and maybe, you know factor in other important things about school, which we don't know what those would be, but... So you guys think it was genuine? I, I, I mean, I don't so. think anything she does is genuine. I don't think so <laughs> There's either. definitely a hidden reason, but, but I But she's think, also a mom, which I kind of feel like is in the but, description yeah. of that. Right, so. but we've talked about that. We've talked about how Claire has not shown us mom qualities throughout this whole season. I mean, she Taylor was, you know, she died or whatever, and we... We never just really saw her really mourn that. And then when Nolan died, she was still just, you know, I'm I'm the she head mourned, person she got in charge. She house. 
Okay, but I mean, it was. I feel like that was an act. I so, did too. Yeah. Really? So, yes. Yeah. Okay. So for now, all of a sudden, to her, for her to have this like you know at peace space and how she's so into making all of these changes, I think something is up with that, and I don't think it was genuine. And I think Taylor had every right to you know storm off and go off on her the way she did. I mean, I don't disagree. I definitely think Claire's up to something. What it is, I do not know. Hmm. Okay. Only because like she just has like like the face that's just always planning something. Like I'm, <laughs> and she's like she has to be the smartest person in the room type like vibe that you just get off her. And like I just know better than everybody. Also, I mean, what? She, she does. Well, she also <laughs> has to know that Beacon Guard is like while it like while she says that it's protecting everyone, it's also very dangerous and like over the top. But she's the one in charge of it all, so. You know, hmm. it's like everything that she says has like a like double meaning almost. Yeah. You know, because she's like, well, I'm telling this to you, but in the back, <laughs> behind the mirror. <laughs> and while we're gonna try, we're gonna not try to strive for perfection. We're still gonna try to try to strive for perfection. We just won't say it anymore. And I need to see more of that. That um, we've only seen it a few times, but that whole like. Um, the room with all the computers, the whole, oh, you know, the, the, yeah. the space where Beacon Guard kind of is held. Yeah, like, like. the Beacon Guard, like, main headquarters. You know, who are all the people in there? What are yeah, they really no, doing? I agree. <laughs> um, but what also caught, like, what, what surprised me was, okay, like we just said, you know, Claire and Taylor had their whole little incident. And then at the end, after, you know, they, after they did this big, you know, hurrah, they got Dana on tape, she wanted to be the one to deliver it to Claire. Why do you think, what do you think that's about? I mean, they had already fallen out. They, clearly she, like, re- she's realized her mom is still the same, but yet she wants to be the one to deliver this news to her. What, why does she think she owes something to her? Is she trying to get one step ahead of them? What do you think? Because we really kind of, we can't really trust Taylor. I mean, Mona had made it clear this episode we can't trust her. <laughs> so, I mean, what are, you, I think what are your you, thoughts? I thought you'd be taller. I just, I love that. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> I love, I swear I love that line. She's just like, you're just so, so short. I was just like, really? I mean, granted, like, she shape. is. But like, I mean, because you're looking down at her, but for real. Um, I, I want to trust Taylor. A part of me really wants to trust her. And I actually think part of it is what she said. If I am the one to deliver this to my mom, maybe, you know, I can help us that way. But it's still skeptical for me. Mm-hmm. Where she's, where she, where I'm at with Taylor right now. Because there's a look she was giving Allie. I'm just like, so are you jealous? Are you about to pull, like, some American Psycho 2 info? I'm just really, <laughs> I really, I want to kind of know what's in the headspace of that. So I'm kind of lost where Taylor's concerned. Yeah, I don't, I guess I'm I'm confused on Taylor, too, because we don't know that much about her. But obviously, she, it seems like she's kind of the brainchild behind Beacon Guard from how much technical knowledge she knows and, like, how much she knows about hacking and, like, computer systems and, like, mm-hmm. even the phone thing to do the, you know, the stress test or whatever we want to call it. So, yeah, I think she is a lot more involved in maybe setting up Beacon Guard than we think. And I'm sure she has a hidden agenda as well. And if I was Mona, I would have two copies, just in case. Uh, yeah. I always have a backup. Always. Just yeah. I don't know, Noah, what do you think? Are we on the right track or what what oh, is your oh, don't, He's like, don't I can't say nothing. I'm Chadwick Bozeman you right now. I'm just like Oh no <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's cool. I, one of the things I've enjoyed about the show is how they, how much they do bring technology into it. Um, every character seems to have like a unique skill set and a lot of those mm-hmm. characters seem to possess some kind of technical, you know, aspect that allows them to sort of enter in this 
pseudoscience world where sort of like anything's possible. Mm-hmm. And I think the uh, the writers have done a really good job of like incorporating that into the show to just you know widen the horizons of what's possible. So I, I've enjoyed that a lot, definitely. Well, and speaking of special skills that people have incorporated, you and your piano playing. Yeah, yes. that was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah, and I I don't know if everyone that's watching knows, but he is like a world class pianist and has performed <laughs> like, no. all over the world. It's absolutely incredible. So. <laughs> no, yeah. So I, I used to play a lot more when I was little, and um, we were chatting uh, in you know just sat down one day, and someone brought it up, and they were kind of like. Oh, piano so, <laughs> so I started to brush up and uh, sure enough yeah they, they put it into one of the episodes which was awesome because I haven't gotten to do that for a while so I didn't know not necessarily odds you mean what's up not necessarily odds my wife oh, oh yeah right yeah, yeah, I'm like course. we that saw that like my whole, yeah that was like all I did so it was nice I actually think I might have played the same piece on there when I was little at one point maybe so oh, I'm like that's a, re- that's a, that's a recheck bro <laughs> yeah, exactly. wow. watch all the episodes again to find out he's right but yeah no that was a blast they had a sweet piano too actually it's a bonus that's awesome yeah. that's cool well okay I'm ready to get into the juicy stuff that happened this episode <laughs> we haven't been doing that I, we like have, I mean it's been juicy but listen now the, do- the down and dirty the Jeez. down and dirty should we say the down down and dirty we less? Less, less, okay. less. so we'll do that so let's talk about these roles romances that happen on this episode. Let's start with Allison. Allison was like full. Stella got her groove back <laughs> this episode. Yeah. She met, you know, the teacher, Gabriel. Sexy accent, like this. Yeah, yes. you know, she met him at the mixer. They were just trying to take down Dana Booker. Who knew she was gonna, you know, walk out with a little house date or whatever. What were you guys' thoughts on that whole... We, we later learned the real him, but what were you guys' overall thoughts on her little hookup? I thought it was so nice. The ballroom dance was just... There's something about ballroom dancing. I haven't danced ballroom in, like, years. I did it for five years. There's just something about it. There's an energy, Mm -hmm. and it's just... I loved that scene. Like, it just... It makes me smile. Because dancing, like you said, it should be fun. But then to find out... I was like... I don't know if I was outside. I'm like, girl, that might be the perfect thing for you. He's like, oh, like, you know, like you, you wanted no drama like that. That should be perfect. I'm just saying. Considering the fact she wanted no drama, open relationship, he won't be here long. You good? <laughs> yeah, I just wrote down on my paper. Ooh la la. No, I thought it was quite interesting. I mean, it was just cool to see kind of Allison relax. I feel like she's just been so on edge since she's gotten, you know, gotten there. She she got there and realized she was involved in something beyond her, and then you know she took on the the well not the kids but the students and. I don't know. It was just really cool to see her relax. Now, I personally was like, uh uh-uh, red flag, when he was like, oh, I'm in an open relationship. But, I mean, it was cool to see her, like, you know, relax. Like, she needed that moment. I think she needed it. Well, I mean, because the last dude she got with tried to kill her. So, yeah, she needed it. I'm just saying. I did find it funny, though, that... You know, he came over, they're starting the lesson, or the dance, the dance, the turns into the dance lesson, and they have, like, this full, like, cheese board, and they're drinking wine, and then she's like, okay, well, I have to go, so. Oh, like, oh yeah, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of ready to go there, but I'm not ready yet. Like, yeah. I, I, like, it was, like, kind of like, God, thank you for the reminder real quick. I need to go back to the children, tend <laughs> to them. That, I don't know, but Allison, I mean, you tried, girl, but I don't know, I feel like they're gonna keep it going. I think, I think it's gonna... 
I don't know. She was kind of yeah. She was kind of shocked in the beginning, but they'll get involved together. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. But okay. Also, so let's talk about Ava and Zach. Oh, so cute. It was hashtag Ava. I am so here. That was the cutest hashtag. Um, But you know, as we know, they've had kind of a rocky relationship. Learning, you know, the past of how you know pretty much her family ruined Zach's life. Um, so to see them kind of bond over the project they did and how they got both, they got 100% and for her to laugh and it brought back memories of Nolan and she kind of put it all together like, whoa, maybe I'm feeling Zach. What were you guys' thoughts on just that whole situation? I, I, I liked it when, you know, she was drunk and he came over. I actually thought he wasn't going to leave. I thought he was going to hug her for a moment. But then he, I was like, no, Zach, don't go. Like, <laughs> like stay, fight, do something. I don't know. Help her through it. I just, it was just a, such a sweet and somber moment. I really wish he stayed instead of leaving. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she needs to work through her own, you know, demons. He was getting some mad mixed signals, though. You got to feel for sure. him. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would have, I would have pieced too. Like, yeah, and then she kind of like just stopped in a gaze and he's yeah. like, "All right, look, I'm gonna let you finish and we'll catch up later." Exactly. Yeah, I think they're really cute together. And even in the last episode at the fashion show, I mean, he was kind of a dick, but like at first they like locked eyes and it was like, "Ooh, yeah." And then he was like, "Oh wait, I know who you are." You know, <laughs> screw off. But um, I yeah, I think they're really cute together. I think they're adorable. Yeah. I do too. I'm here for it. Like I was, I don't know. I just had a feeling this was gonna happen. But I, I think, I think it's cute. I think she finally needs to, you know, move on from Nolan. But I still feel like her past is getting ready to come back. I think her yeah. dad is gonna pop up, and I think that is what's gonna really twist up whatever relationship is going on or becoming of. Um, Ava and Zach, I think it's gonna eventually, you know, head downward, downhill. I don't know. <laughs> My crazy predictions, but what I do you like, guys think? I like seeing the whole Nolan Ava scenes, just to see that side of Nolan. I think it's like Kayla said, she got the best version she of who did. Nolan was. She did. Like, nobody else got that but Ava, and I think that was actually nice for him to even before he died to actually have a person like that to be that person with. But I also thought it was pretty interesting because it's just like, yes, he was this way with her, but how can she still, you know, constantly be more... I mean, I guess you still mourn, but my personally, my views would change on this person that I was, you know, dating, seeing the kind of things that he's done to these other people. Like, he's really not a good guy. So she got that good glimpse of him, but me personally, I would have been like, this is not the man that I thought, you know, you were. So I kind of... It's interesting how she still kind of goes back and forth knowing the kind of issues he's caused other people. I mean, I think she's she's realizing it, but also you can't help who you love. Like the heart That's the heart doesn't the heart doesn't have no balance for that one. What? No, it's true, it's true. I like what you're saying that you're like, no no no, you gotta be healthy, you gotta you have, have all to your, be you know, healthy, but yeah. when she said that that literally brought me back like, Well, you're right, love does change things. But what were your thoughts on that, Alex? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I you know, obviously in I don't know which episode it was, two or one or two, maybe, you know, when Caitlin tries to stand up to Noah and um not Noah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Too many ends. Um but yeah, you never see Ava do that. But obviously like obviously it's a very complicated situation. She couldn't really do that in public because they would be questions raised. But yeah, you you'd think that somewhere in her deep thoughts she's gotta be thinking about like well he was like super manipulative to everyone else but yeah nice to me. i mean I, I wouldn't be able I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had 
other things going on with their whole and she kind you of know. Moved on. she put her past in a box she has a little box of like her dad and like things Nolan has given her is kind of like putting mm-hmm. in a box and kind of just like trying to move on yeah like that was her way of I'm releasing you now <laughs> and slow to speak maybe well I, I don't know but I think Zach and Ava or what's the hashtag Zava is cute and you know we'll see what goes on from there but of course the juiciest thing that happened <laughs> because the, you are the juicy news <laughs> Mona and Mason now you predicted this I was like this yeah, is not gonna happen they're not gonna talk to each other they're not gonna you know but let's just dive into that what, what was that about? Okay, How did you guys so feel? I legit wrote, like, during the whole chess game, I'm like, this is like watching live foreplay. <laughs> like, no, I, no, seriously, I wrote it down, it's right here. Watching that chess game was like watching foreplay in action without, like, your, with your clothes on. It was, I was seriously just like, dang, okay, the chemistry, yes. I'm just like, here for Thank it. you. What? I'm so no, serious. That's, thank you. That, that, was, that was fun. We had to learn all those chess moves, too, by the way. That was okay. that really, was hard, okay, so did yeah. you guys know how to play chess? before this. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, no, that no. was all fake. That was all fake. Yeah, that was a question I had written down to ask you, actually, if you played chess. No. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> like, I know nothing about chess. It's funny, though, because, like, even Mason's screen name, like, he's, like, Bad Bishop. Like, I like to think that he's just online, like, yeah, this is how I'm gonna, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's got this whole other, like, smooth chess persona. I like, I like to think that... <laughs> I don't know. That was hilarious. But, I mean, I, I didn't see it coming. How, like, with your character and, like, with how the season was going, did mm-hmm. you expect that? Or just how did that all <laughs> work out? How was that scene? I mean, because we talked about it. We talked about how oh. smooth it was. Give us the deets <laughs> on the evolution <laughs> of Mason and Mona. I mean, so, firstly, I did not expect it at all. Um, you know, when I first saw the early scripts, I was like, it's like, all right, this guy, you know, he's, like, mean, he's real mean. And then as the show started to progress and, you know, you get into, like, episodes three, four and stuff, I was like, damn, he's really mean. Like, yeah. Because there were some times when Mason was, like, doing some seriously, like, the cabin, for instance. Oh, you know, yeah. that to me. Yeah, well, let's just go ahead forgiven. and get into it then. We could just I talk about follow. Mason now. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I mean, for me it was just, like, yeah, it was a big shock. It's definitely a big shock. I'm just now interested because technically you and Mona can't be together. I'm assuming because of like policy, but I mean, I'm down for it. How you gonna sneak it? You know, I <laughs> thought about that too. Though I'm like um, faculty student. How is that gonna work out? I mean, I guess this is college, quote unquote. I mean, you're, so you're, you're both, technically you're, of age. You're, you're both grown, and technically she's only over admissions. I don't really know how much that affects like Mason's. Like schooling? I've definitely known some girls that have dated their teachers in college. I thought it was weird, but they were like, there's nothing like against the rules about it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess as long as you're not taking their class. Oh, right. yeah. I'm like, okay, if they're taking their class, it's right. totally a conversation. If they're not, then what they got to do with me? He ain't giving me a grade. <laughs> I like how you're already formulating like the defense for like the ethics board. You're like, all right, listen. Oh, Shay is always like 10 steps ahead. Like, yeah, literally. That. No, that, no, that's why I love the chess. The whole Queen Gambit thing is, I, I love the idea that the show is more of like, in the way they're spacing out the show, is more of like, it's a chess game. Yeah. In the Versus like when it was A in Pretty Liars, this now is more of a pawn Bishop, everybody's a pawn, everybody's a bishop, everybody's a rook. Somebody's Definitely. a king, somebody's a queen. I, yep. I'm loving the aspect of that. I also play chess. So, in case anybody's wondering why I, I know I'm <laughs> <laughs> it, 
like it was really confusing when you play Chester. She's just like, what kind of? Oh, okay. But then I, I like the the strategy of it. I like the mm-hmm. getting to somebody's head, and I love the mind effing of it all. I'm yeah. weird, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well. um... Going like let's just going back into Mason's character. I'm not gonna lie, we were kind of like over Mason. Like, yeah. good, we, well, good. Yeah, you you should you should. I mean, you did, you did well, but like in the beginning, I think I was I was I was saying like Mason is the killer. Like he is this. <laughs> yeah. How was it? I guess just like getting into character and just preparing for this twist and turn. Because now I, I mean, we originally thought that he was the bad guy, but mm-hmm. now he's transitioning hearing, into so. this mm-hmm. you know yeah. soft guy. So I guess how was it making those transitions and just become the like I said evolution of Mason yeah, cause he made a quick turnaround yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it was good like so I I thought that the scene between Mason and Caitlin when she's in the hospital is is really like the the marker from him turning a new leaf mm-hmm. um, and I loved what the writers did because in that scene you kind of hear Mason's explanation for like why he did everything that he did and it, from my perspective it basically seems like he worked really hard to get there to Beacon Heights Mm -hmm. and he's been training his whole life and he's been you know uh, doing all these extracurriculars and just trying to do the best he can and then he's you know friends with Nolan who you know comes from a really affluent family Mm -hmm. and stuff has a lot of things handed to him so so I I can definitely understand the um, frustration that that he had especially making the transition from like high school to college I definitely felt that uh, it doesn't justify, obviously, any of the crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy things he was doing. But yeah. I, I definitely understood how someone would um, kind of fall down a dark path. Yeah, because we—I mean, we took it as like Mason is trying to become the next Nolan. Right, like, exactly, this, so yeah. like we—I guess we were clearly on track. We yeah. just did not understand what was going on with Mason. I don't know. What were you guys' opinions on his character? I mean, after. You finally explained it. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Oh no, you don't gotta no, be nice. Real. Come on. No, for real. I thought that made a, it makes a lot of sense. However, were you wrong? Oh yes, I, I came for you. So, I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not. I, I have no reason why. However, I when people are never bad to be bad. There's a reason mm-hmm. they're doing making bad choices, making mistakes. There's a reason behind it. Absolutely. And when you figure it out, what it is, as much as you would like not to understand, you can understand it, and you can. Yep. Like, shift your brain to think of it in a different way. Yep, absolutely. So I, I totally get why you would want to be the new Nolan, but I also felt it wasn't in your spirit as a character of who you are as right. a person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love how we're, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because, like, this is clearly Mason, but not Mason. So we're like, because how you did this, and it's just like, that's not really him, but... <laughs> I, I, I ended it with your character. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny. Let me. <laughs> no, you should. You should have told me the thirteen reasons why. And I had Justin up in here. I was like, "This is not for you. This is for your character." I had to separate because I, I went in. I definitely okay. thought Mason in the beginning was the killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But and we've had a lot of people tonight in the chat too, just saying how they didn't trust Mason at first. Yeah. Um, but just now they like how sketchy like him. he was. Yeah, how sketchy yeah, he was. Sketchy and... is an understatement, man. Like... I called you a red herring, though. I legit, I feel like they're just thrusting you at us to like so our like it's kind of like um, what magicians do. Like if you're if you're looking right here, you're <laughs> yeah. not noticing this over here. <laughs> like if you see, you won't see this. So yeah. I, I feel like it was very red herring ish of it all. Mm. That's true. Even okay. Dana feels like a red herring, even though I kind of oh I just. I want her to go down that sewer. Maybe Dana is the killer. Well, a lot of people in the chat are actually saying that they think Jeremy is the killer. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. What else are they saying? Do we have any questions or anything going on? Jesse Jones had one earlier. 
if you don't mind me. Yeah, go ahead. She wanted to know, what was it like for you doing My Wife and Kids and now doing The Perfectionist? I mean, they're basically the same show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Are they? I mean, uh, you're kind of working on a Wayans project with, like, one of the most amazing, one of the awesome families of American. Literally. Incredible, yeah, incredible. Cinema. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. The Wayans family, those... They're so talented and hardworking mm-hmm. and just incredible. Um, my wife and kids was such a fun experience. Like every day was so much fun coming in to work, and and they taught me a lot about uh, just the nature of acting and like improv and stuff, which is really fun at that age. Because I started the show when I was uh, six, turning seven, wow. and I did it for yeah, I was really really little, so I did it for a few years. Um, so that was really like sort of my foundation going into acting. Um, this, you know, making the transition from child acting to, to adult acting now, um, it's it's very different. Uh, definitely very different. Like, for instance, the, the scene at the end of episode eight. <laughs> first scene I done like that, man. Like, I, you know, that was my first time doing that. So, yeah, I mean, not okay. like that, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... He's it's, like, let's be clear. <laughs> No, it, it, did look, it looked a lot smoother though than than one handed. Yeah. I'm still not over this one. I sat up in yeah. bed like take ten. Okay, <laughs> yes, Mason. Also, I was like, "Damn, Mona, moving quick." Because what? she was like, "This isn't gonna happen." And then she's like, "Yes, Psych. come in." And all right now, I mean, like you're already in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> I'm just gonna smile. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so funny. But I, I mean, like, even even getting into that, like, how how is it? How is your chemistry with all of the other actors on set? Like, I know that scene in particular was probably kind it's of different, yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. But just like, what is it like? You know, all working together on this show? It's been amazing, to be honest. Like I said, I've never done anything like. Um, Pretty Little Liars Perfectionist before, like I've never done something sort of in this genre, mm-hmm. uh, so I felt very out of my depth going into it, not really knowing what to expect, um, and feeling just just kind of like awkward, you know, mm-hmm. um, but then when I got to set, everyone was so nice and like down to earth and super welcoming that you kind of couldn't help but just like slip right into the groove, you know, so it was really nice and like they have a lot of fun, like not gonna lie, they have a lot of fun, all those little snippets you see, like um when uh, Dylan's like batting the the uh, little packing peanuts out uh-huh. of Ava's hands, like all that stuff, it's pretty much like they could they could just leave the camera rolling, and that's the type of thing you'd see. Seriously, so it was uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. And then of course, like the veterans were like just you know totally made me feel at ease, and were like, all right, listen, like this is how it goes. So it was really really nice. Was it like joining the PLO Army because this is an army? It is. Yeah, they just have like little. 13-year-old, like, <laughs> warriors. <laughs> warriors, that's so yeah, funny. They are warriors. Um, it's been amazing, to be honest. I love how, like, intense the fans are, and uh, I-, I love the fact that, like, they don't stop trying to figure out what's going on as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always, a, it's always a, a game to the fans, I think, and I think that's how it should be. I think you should always, you know, with a show like this, I think you should always be striving to figure out, you know, the next thing or, or what twist is going to happen, or, like you said, like, seeing those red herrings and being, like, you know, ignoring that or whatever. Um, so it's, you know, I go on Instagram and stuff and see the, the fans commenting on everything. And it's really cool because, like, they people, go deep. They go deep. And, yeah. like, it, it works out because, like, a lot, of, a lot of people I've noticed have figured out a lot of things before, like, way, way before I even, like, realized they were going to yeah. happen. When I was reading the scripts, I'm like, you know that already? Like, <laughs> so it's, it's really awesome, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, check out Sarah's season two in the works. 
You know, I'm not like I'm <laughs> as far as that stuff goes. I'm like the least informed person. I'll tell you that much. Like, I'm not even trying to hide anything. I just don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm just ready to see how this is all gonna end and play out, and I think it, I think it's gonna come back. I hope so. I hope should. So, yeah. I'm I actually I'm loving the fact that Mona's actually getting a love life because even in the Pretty Liars era, it was just oh I'm a and I have to now be a or not a or be crazy Mona or be psych Mona, and now she actually gets to have a love life, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing what that looks like. So, that's me. <laughs> no, I agree. So, um, outside of Pretty Little Liars, well, The Perfectionist, do you have any other upcoming projects that you want to share? Or yeah. what are, like, are you working on anything on the side? Just tell us about that. Yeah, so I did um, I did a short film called The Eleventh Order that I'm excited mm-hmm. about. That's going to be premiering, uh, actually, this next weekend. And it's a really, it's an amazing story about um, two Marines who... To make a long story short, um, they were stationed at a gate, and they were faced with the decision um, to run when a uh, a large truck packed with explosives came careening towards them, Mm -hmm. or stay and face the truck and fire their weapons in an attempt to save their um, like comrades that were sleeping behind them, essentially. Hmm. And uh, and it's it's an amazing story, um, and I was really really proud of that. So. That's going to be coming out soon. It's just a little short film, but really proud of it. Also, the reason why I was sporting the uh, really, really short haircut on uh, I'm Pretty Little Liars. So that wasn't just a part of it. It was the military cut. Okay, cool. Well, you have to keep us up to date on that. We need to know know, what's going on. Um, Are anyone saying anything else in the chat before we move on? A lot of people want season two. A lot of people want to see I mean, we got Jazzy. We got Aaron. We got Sarah Yu. I see you. Arun. Uh, you guys are awesome, and you're loyal, and we so appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. we appreciate you guys. <laughs> so, do we have any news and gossip or we special do. segments? We have some news and gossip. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> hey, guys. So, yeah, like we said, we have some news and gossip. If you were not watching the daytime Emmys, our girl, Haley Aaron, won herself her Emmy <laughs> for playing her role on General Hospital. This is a picture looking amazing with her win. She looks so beautiful. Oh, she does. Yes. And she, she like, I know you weren't here. She was just so nice. I know. Oh, we talked, I wish I could have met her. And we, we talked a little bit. We, I talked to, to her a little bit about it because I was like, if you win, what are you going to do? She's like, I do that. I just, I'm happy to be nominated. So the fact that she won, I'm just like, yay. Yeah, she's super chill. She's super, super nice. <laughs> and now she's in Ireland, so she's great. Oh, yeah. She's living her best life. <laughs> yeah. She's traveling, living the like amazing European romance that we all wish we had. Well thank you for that and congrats. That's amazing. I really wish I was here when you guys, you know, had that after show, but it was great. You yeah. guys did a good job. Um do we have anything for our social segment? Nope. No, no special I mean, segment. I, I could come up with one. Come up with it. We want um, something. Put you on the spot. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't even think of one. Now I gotta think of one. Uh, okay, guys. So for your pretty little truth or pretty little lie, is Taylor telling the truth about wanting to, you know, give her mom the whatever voice the information? Well, like, the information, because like I said, I did not write it down. So the information <laughs> about Dana is she telling the truth or is she lying? She's lying, and she definitely has a a scheme, plot, or something going on. I want. I just want to be in the middle, and I can't. Um, so I'm gonna say lie. She's lying, but I don't know what she's lying about. So she could be telling the truth, but also lying. She it could legit be the same thing. 
You can tell the truth and tell a lie at the same time. That's true. I think she's telling the truth, which is not true. That's deep. You have to think about it. I did. You really can't tell the truth and tell a lie at the same time, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's telling the truth, but I think she has an ulterior motive, which I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think we've all come to an agreement. Um, so with that, I guess let's just go ahead and get into some predictions since we're already making a few. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. I always feel like I have to wait for that to end. <laughs> okay, so my prediction, I think that Jeremy has something going on with Claire and... Caitlyn is getting ready to get in the mix with that, and I think there's going to be some betrayals going on. That's really okay. that's pretty extreme, but I think that's my prediction this week. Um, Dylan's going to find out Ava's secret about her money. Jeremy definitely had something to do with Nolan's death. If he actually did it, that's questionable. But he's not, you know, on the up and up. And I'm ready to see some old Mona and Mason, so... <laughs> Are we gonna see more Mona and Mason? I don't know. Uh, like I, said, I'm just, I had to ask. Uh, yeah, nothing come out of these out of these lips. Oh, my predictions. Um, you know what? Well, I just I feel like we don't have anyone that's a suspect now for Nolan. Oh, we have death. many suspects. We do, but we don't. I, I I don't know. I feel like we're gonna get some more clues in this. What next if episode. Claire killed her own son? That would be insane. She's yeah. saying, I have thought about that. <laughs> like, she, 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 she is saying, so. Wow, I didn't think about that. That's a great prediction. Thank you. But I also wow. think that Jeremy, Claire, and maybe even Caitlin's moms or mom, one of them, might be in cahoots. Oh, it that, might be that a whole us, like bigger government, be bigger than we even think of. Yeah. Because why else? Because even Caitlin knows a secret, but the only people, who, even Claire knows a secret. Yeah. So, ooh, yep. Oh, we, we, we caught you. Well, we will see. Well, um, it's been great oh, having so you on the show. <laughs> Noah, is, you want to go ahead and tell the fans where they can find you on social media platforms, how they can find the short film that's coming out, and just anything else that you want to share before we go. Yep. Not on Twitter right now, really. Uh, Instagram is Noah underscore Gray Katie. Good luck trying to spell that. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, oh, and, and the short film, I have no idea how to find it right now, but when I do, I promise I'll let you guys know, okay, uh, but it's called know. The 11th Order, and you should definitely look up the story, because it's very amazing, and yeah, thank you guys so much for having me, I've had an absolute blast, oh, <laughs> so hey, thank you guys, I'm really. so glad you're here, and where can we find <laughs> you guys you. on social media? You guys can find me on Twitter at Alice L. Ford, and on Instagram at Alice's Adventures on Earth. I love that handle, by the way. It's awesome. <laughs> you guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Sunday at the Now Apocalypse finale. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel, Unapologetically Shay. Yes. And you guys can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Prude. And you can catch me on Tuesday nights on The Voice After Show, Team Adam. See you guys Tuesday. <laughs> and again, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys. And we have people and coming next week. We have people coming. We have Go ahead and do that. We have two guests. So, I mean, you got one at six and seven. So, I mean, but I can't tell you who it is. They're a oh, part of perfection, so. Uh -oh. <laughs> As you have Madeo on your hand. Okay. Well, it's been great chatting with you guys today, and see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.